Welcome to the Skinny Bell Podcast. My name's Robin, and this is the podcast for the girl who wants to do things her way. There's no rule book here, and no subject is off limits. Let's do this thing. today's episode because I have my first ever guest on this podcast and she is fitness goals like this girl she is a master trainer at Liberty Fitness she does personal training and just like a fitness goddess for those of you who don't know her her name is Jenny Bryan thank you so much for coming today hi thanks for having me Ever since I met you at Legree, so I took a class with Jenny a few weeks ago um, at Legree Fitness in West Hollywood, and I was like, this girl is everything, like I must have her on my podcast. To tell you a little bit more about Jenny and what she does, I've brought her here today, and I'm just going to ask her a bunch of questions, and hopefully get you guys a ton of fabulous fitness tips. Jenny, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, like where you grew up, where you went to school, sports you did as a kid, etc. I'm from Baltimore, born and raised. I've been in LA almost 13 years now. I was a college athlete. I swam in college, uh, Division One at the University of Maryland. Great experience. Nice. Before that, when I was little, I always played individual sports. I never liked team sports. I was so, so shy. Even ballet, I remember being a five-year-old dropout because I didn't like playing with the other kids and they made me feel so nervous. Oh my god, I am the exact same. I hated team sports. Volleyball, like, did not work out for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think soccer in 10th grade gym class was one of the most, like, terrifying, horrifying, horrible experiences of my life. But gym class in general? Oh, yeah. Not no, great. No me gusta. But I played tennis, gymnastics, swimming. Swimming's really the thing I took to. Once they got me in the water, they couldn't really get me out. And yeah, I was swimming ever since through college. Not really so much since, but I'll do a triathlon here and there and do the swimming part. Here and part. there, casual? Yeah, here the, yeah, casual triathlons um, as a relay. So if I have friends who want to do one, they'll recruit me to do the swim leg for them because I guess swimming is one of the hardest parts of a tri. Wow, yeah, I remember that from college when we had those like mini triathlon things. I don't know what they were called, but like whoever was swimming, it yeah. always looked like the worst thing in the world. Like, And for me, I'm like, oh yeah, you need me to show up at 6 a.m., hop in the water, cool, <laughs> 15 minutes, I'm out. Great. I love it. So how did you like get into swimming? Like, How did that start? Um, we spent a lot of time on the water on the weekends. We had a shore house uh, on the Chesapeake Bay, so my mom just wanted me to be safe around the water. I think I started swim lessons probably around three. I was doing summer swim team by six and swimming year round, not too long after that. I always thought the water was really cold, so I didn't really start training year round until my junior year of high school, a little bit late, but I would still show up at swim meets every Saturday throughout middle school. That like keeps you out of trouble in high yeah. school, hey? Like when you have to train at 6 a.m. on Saturday? Yeah. Like, did that happen for you? No, and like traveling every weekend, yeah. so I wasn't at parties Friday night, Saturday night, because I was usually at swim meets, so definitely had a clean, good high school experience. Oh my god, it was the same for me, well, I don't know, like ski racing, like we were training like six days a week, and like I missed like three months of school every year, oh, wow. and like... 
Yeah, we definitely got into trouble on our ski trips, but yeah. even for at school, I no, definitely totally. stayed out of trouble, which I guess my parents were happy about. <laughs> yeah. Um, junior, senior year, I had practice at 5 a.m. a couple mornings a week, so it was always in bed early. It was a lot of training, but it was, I mean, it was the greatest thing ever. And swimming in college, hands down the best experience. Um, I guess in college, it is a team sport, but then it's... I don't know, it's just different. And the swim team friends I had in college, they're still my best friends today. And yeah, not an experience I would trade for anything. That is one of the best parts of doing a sport, like at all, like I literally talked about this in my last podcast, like the love of sport and like how powerful it is for your fitness journey and like meeting new people, it's amazing. Yeah. So would you say like all of those years, like swimming when you were like younger, like in middle school and in college, has that sort of like, um, brought you to where you are today in your fitness journey? Like, has it definitely. brought out a love for other fitness? Yeah, I think it definitely shaped me. Swimming, you're definitely in your head. You're by yourself for hours a day looking at the line on the bottom of a swimming pool. So you have a lot of time to be in your own head with your own thoughts, really getting to know yourself pretty well. Um, but then outside of that, then having a normal job, I like, to, I like the alone time. Like, I seek that out to just be by myself with my own thoughts. But... I need to work out. I can't just be lethargic. I can't be sitting around. And I think having sort of fitness instilled in me, like playing sports my whole life, I just need to get up and move because that's that's my me time. Totally feel that. Okay, I hate it when people ask me this, but like I have to. Are you an only child? I am. Me too. Okay, I feel like this is why yeah. we have so many similarities. That's. I think that's why I didn't <laughs> like team sports because I was just used to being by myself all the time. Like even at home from a young age, I could just sit in the corner and color or read or play with Barbies and there was adults around so I feel like I learned how to speak speak maybe more than other kids because I was so like I was just hanging out with adults all the time by myself and I don't know just doing grown-up things but I like I mean I still really like to be by myself me too like and I think it makes a difference like when you're a kid and you're like forced to interact with adults all day long and you're not put at like a kid's table yeah or exactly like, I think it's actually good for kids to do that because then you're comfortable when you have job interviews later in life yeah. and you're not like shaking in your boots and like yeah. peeing yourself at it <laughs> no totally <laughs> that's so funny okay I had to ask you because I was like I wonder because we have so many similarities like, yeah I me too like I need to be alone like I went on a big group vacation earlier this year and it was so much fun. Like we were in Hawaii. It was like the best trip ever. But like occasionally I'd have to like go into my hotel room by myself and just like watch Netflix. Yeah, you need to recharge. Day. Yeah. Because being with people is so exhausting. It is. Oh my God. That's no, so that's funny. hilarious. Um, I think I have a lot of friends who when we were they first getting to know each other, they didn't understand that. And I'd be like, no, I would call it hibernation and I would just like disappear for a month at a time. And I'm like, I've had too much together time with all of you. I need to be by myself. Like, especially after something like Coachella, it's like, no, no, I can't see anyone for a month. Oh my God, I've like, always like, to like I need to Coachella. be alone. I, did you go this year? Um, I didn't, I haven't been in a few years, but I used to go every year, but by the end of it, or if we were just on um like a stream of concerts, like every weekend, just different things going on. I'm like, I need to be alone. Like, I will yes, see you guys in a month. I just need to read some books, go to bed early every night, and yeah, peace out. Yeah, it's totally necessary. I feel you on yeah. that. Yeah, they used to think I was weird, but now they, they just totally get it. Well, it's good. That's how you know you have good friends. Yeah. Right? Um, so tell me more like about your fitness journey. Um, have you always been like so fit? Like I will share Jenny's Instagram with you guys so you can see, but her six pack is like 
goals. I'm telling you, like, I need it. Thank you, thank you. So were you always this fit or, like... Um, I think after college, when I moved to L.A., I definitely fell into a slump. I was meeting new people. I was working. I was eating. I was drinking. We were going out every night. I had a gym membership at L.A. Fitness. I paid my, what is it, like $20 or $30 a month every month, like, auto renewal like everyone else, but I was never going. If I did show up at the gym, I would look around and be like, this is terrible. I've got to get out of here and... I don't know, I finally canceled that. But as I started meeting more friends who also used to be college athletes, we started doing boot camps together down at the beach or different parks around Santa Monica. And then it felt good to be moving again. And I sort of feel like when I'm working out, the rest of my life sort of takes, like I'm, I'm working better, I'm sleeping better, I'm eating better. It's like so it just puts everything in line, yeah. like having that good routine. Um, boot camps were fun for a while. I moved on to other things. I started doing Krav Maga. Krav Maga led me into CrossFit. Um, what, is, what is Krav Maga? So Krav Maga is the, I think it's the Israeli national defense mortal hand-to-hand -hand combat. Oh my God. But, um, oh. <laughs> it was recommended oh to me. It's also sort of like cardio kickboxing. They might not like me to say that. I wasn't taking the self-defense classes. I was taking their cardio kickboxing classes and their cross-training classes. And that's what fed me into CrossFit because they started offering CrossFit at the gym I was going to, or the Krav Maga studio. And I got super obsessed with it. With because it, CrossFit? Or with CrossFit. Okay. Because it felt like I was in the college training room again. It felt like I was with a bunch of athletes. I liked having a coach like telling us what to do. And it was great for a while, but my attention span for working out seems to always be a year or so and yeah. then it just trails off and I have to find something new um, I was super strong when I was doing CrossFit but I didn't realize how much my body had changed until I looked back at the pictures and realized what I weighed at the time um, I found Legree Fitness um, on my lunch break one day walking around Santa yeah. Monica I walked past the studio and it looked fun so I'm like I'm gonna go try that got super obsessed you know call it a year and a half or two years later I'd shed 20 pounds and I'm like oh, my oh gosh holy crap, I'm still strong, but it's totally different muscle. I'm not as bulky, just totally leaned out. Um, probably my diet changed as well. I mean, lots of things go into it, but... So when you were doing CrossFit, were you, um, like, your diet was different than when it was... I think I was probably just eating, like, a... <laughs> probably eating a ton more. I don't... I don't really... Maybe I wasn't paying attention, mm. but... I mean, I look at pictures and I'm like, holy crap, I was 152 pounds back then. Um, I'm about 130 now, so super significant. But it's funny because I always had a flat stomach, so I don't think I realized how big I was, but I'll look at pictures and I'll be like, oh, my face takes up the whole entire, <laughs> takes That's up that whole worst. entire picture. That was me looking at me in second year college and like, oh, a girl, put the beard out. Yeah, <laughs> seeing a picture of like my shoulders and my biceps, I'm like, Oh, is that necessary? That's, uh, do I need to be throwing these weights over my head? And just totally different, but it just, it got boring after a while. And when I started doing Legree Fitness, when I got to that one year mark, I'm like, oh, I still really like this. Two year mark, still really like this. And here we are, I think like six or seven years later, and I'm still just as obsessed as I was when I started. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm at, I think, a year and a half now. Uh, I haven't been doing Legree as much since I moved to Santa Monica, but I used to go to a studio in Vancouver, which was like amazing, so obsessed. Um, but here, the studio that I like, the West Hollywood one, it's so far from yeah. my house. So I've been going to the Pilates Platinum place. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, no, Legree is amazing. So, like, what, what is Legree? Like, for anyone listening who doesn't know. <laughs> so, Legree Fitness is a high-intensity, strength training, cardio workout on a piece of equipment that slightly resembles a Pilates reformer. Legree Fitness is not Pilates. I cannot say that <laughs> enough. Um, it's more like a boot camp on a machine. Um, it's pretty badass. You're standing up the entire time. You're listening to, you know, top 40 or pop music, loud music in the background. You're sweating buckets. You have this teacher yelling at you, motivating you the entire time. But it really feels like it's like a, it's a boot camp on a piece of equipment with spring tension that's so amazing. So you're pushing, you're pulling heavy exercises, light exercises. It's nonstop. You try to do the moves as slowly as possible to stimulate your tiny slow twitch muscle fibers. You find your body really shaking and quaking and you're like, oh my gosh, what's happening right now? Why is my body shaking like this? But then you realize you want to be in the shake, that that's where the work's really happening. And you transition quickly from exercise to exercise to keep your heart rate up and to get in all of those moves. But I don't know. I think it's so addicting. It's so much fun. The first time I like, got, like literally when she says the shake, like you'll be like in a squat and your thighs are just like vibrating. Yeah. You're like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like the first time that happened to me, I was like, like I was like, teacher, like, am I doing it wrong? Like what's going on? But I love what you mentioned about Legree and that like it's not Pilates and often like when I tell people like, oh, I go to Legree and they say, what is it? I just say Pilates because yeah. like it's the closest association. And then they think like that's close to yoga and then they think it's like calm and quiet, but yeah, it's not I, a stretch class. <laughs> yeah. I have a very short attention span and I'll never forget like in, I don't remember when it was like one of my first classes with Legree, I went in and they were playing the new Kanye album yeah. and I was like, holy shit. Yes. Like, yeah. These are my people. And like, everyone's so cool. Like all the instructors at Legree are just like so cool. Yeah. I don't know. It makes a difference for me at least. Like vibe is like a huge part of it. No, totally. Um, I've always had, I guess, call it a meathead mentality, which is probably why I liked CrossFit and liked where I could be competitive with the person standing next to me, also with myself. But in Legree, I found that there were other ways to be competitive, adding that extra push up or trying to go slower than the person next to me. So it was still ways that I could feel challenged, but like I was playing a mind game with myself, but also with the people around me being like, I've got to do better. I've got to do better. Yeah. Um, which I just think is, I mean, it's so great. Like I, I need that. So after you discovered Legree, how long was it until, um, you were like, okay, like I gotta teach this. Yeah. So I think within a few months of doing it, all of my friends had joined the studio I went to and we were all obsessed and all of our friends who didn't go, which turned out to only one, she has since moved away, but now she does the workout in another city. <laughs> She's cut from the <laughs> But it's funny because now where she lives, she does do Legree Fitness. And it's funny. It's like, why didn't you do this with us years ago? Um, but every conversation, everywhere we went, everything was about the routine we did that day, what instructor we took. Just we couldn't do any, we couldn't do anything except for talk about the workout. But I was working an office job at the time and the instructor for one of my prime time slots changed and I was sort of bummed because I just... I felt like I could do it better. So I decided to, I decided to get certified and then I'm like, I have this math degree. I can always go back to an office job if needed, but, um, I was 29 at the time. I'm like, let's, let's take a chance. Let's make a move. Let's see what happens. I can always fall back on my degree. And years later, it's still, 
it's panned out. I've worked my way up the, the trainer ladder to being a master instructor now. And yeah, no looking back. It's, so, the, it's the best thing. How does that work? Like, how do you become a master Ligree trainer? That sounds like like some sort of like sensei. Like I know, it does. <laughs> and sometimes when people are like, oh, you're a master instructor? And I'm like, yeah, I am a master instructor. That's so cool. Because <laughs> awesome. years ago, I didn't even know what that was. Um, yeah, like, I don't... How long did it take? Like, what was the process? Um, the process, I guess, was sort of like standing out as a popular instructor and a popular challenging instructor and I guess having the right people take notice and inviting me to doing or to more training certifications and then them feeling comfortable that I was really at the top of the game Mm -hmm. and to be like let's make you a master you're going to start going to other studios certifying other instructors oh so you have to train other people too yeah so a couple weeks ago I was in Burbank doing a certification so I was training other people in the area who are obsessed with Legree Fitness now, who want to be instructors. I was in the Philippines over the summer, training at a new studio there. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's Where really cool. in the cool. Philippines? Like Manila? Yeah, in Manila. Nice. Manila's yeah. fun. I was yeah. there two years ago now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And that studio's getting ready to already open up their second studio. They're killing it. And so is this all under, like, Sebastian Legree? Yes. Like, who is he? And, like... So Sebastian created this workout, I think... 15, 20 years ago now. Um, Back then, it was called Pilates Plus. The machine did resemble a Pilates reformer, but it's really Pilates Plus so much more, and it's just constantly evolving. The Megaformer has come so far. It's an incredible machine, and now he's onto a Superformer. So Sebastian is totally an inventor. Um, His warehouse in Burbank, it's sort of like his mad scientist headquarters, where he's just always like, thinking and developing and working on these machines and you can see all the pieces and everything he's tried in the past and having a conversation with him and just listening or you know him taking you through his journey and how he got to where he is and it's just it's always evolving and he's just so into the science behind the fitness i've heard so many good things about him well and he's created like this like empire almost yeah. like it got to Canada for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so now there. yeah, basically any city you go to at this point, you're gonna be able to find a Legree studio around the world. Whenever I travel, I always find a Legree studio to get to. And how can someone know, like, because there's a lot of Pilates out there. Like I knew like when I came to LA, um, I was looking for Legree specifically and I actually had trouble finding studios that had the proper megaformer. Mm-hmm. So how can someone know if they're like wherever they're living, if the studio they're going to is like a Sebastian Legree studio. So if you go to LegreeFitness.com, they had they do have a studio finder. Oh, cool. Um, there are a couple versions of the Megaformer out there. LA's the only city that has the new Superformer, and that's the machine that lifts and tilts side to side. It's like working out on top of a mechanical bull. You guys, it is, it's crazy. It's such a wild ride. I, okay, so I posted all about this like really aggressively on my Instagram story, and I put like photos of me on it. I... If you guys didn't see it, it's kind of like working out on a spaceship that's like angling, like at, like you think you're holding this move and you're like, holy shit, this is the worst thing ever. It's so hard. And then like Jenny will like tilt the machine up. So you're now holding it on like a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so crazy. It's next level, but it's a 25 minute workout. So while I'm teaching, I'm trying to remind people 25 minutes falls to the walls. Like you are mentally tough enough to get through this. You can push through anything for 25 minutes. It's so true. Um, and so this 
So this Legree studio that we're referring to, it's called Legree Fitness. Mm -hmm. The Legree Fitness studio. So it's sort of the flagship. Gotcha. And is this like a test thing he's doing with these super machines? The machines are definitely... So even... I've been there less than a year. The studio's been open um, about a year and a half or so. But the machines have already changed so much. He's always playing with the carriage or the foot bars or finding... Like he's there all the time to see what works. Yeah, so it's constantly, the machine's already evolved so much from when he first opened. Um, Just different pockets on the carriage, different heights of the foot bars, uh, more bells and whistles, different things to hold on to, different hand placements. So it's really cool because it's it's constantly changing and he's taking feedback and he's, I don't know, just always making things better. So we'll we'll come in and be like, oh, look, there's a new foot bar here. Oh, that's going to make so much sense when we're doing this move to grab onto this. So it's really cool to sort of be there and seeing it come together. And the second studio is actually opening in Westwood in January. Where's Westwood? So Westwood, right around um, Wilshire, just past Sepulveda. So if you were taking Wilshire to West Hollywood, yeah, it's closer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go there. (laughs) Yeah, so it's coming to the west side. Yeah. Awesome. So when you're doing, like... Um, when you're training in Legree and you're in a studio, I've always wanted to ask like fitness instructors this, like, what do you do if you're having a bad day and you just like feel like shit, like you're PMSing or whatever? Yeah. Cause like I work on the internet so I can just go and like hide under the covers and like not internet for a yeah. day. But like you have to be there inspiring. You people. have to push that aside and try to draw energy from the people in your class because they've paid a lot of money to be there. They're paying for an experience. They're paying for you to motivate them and challenge them. And you don't know what's going on in their life that they're trying to get away from. That's their me time. They could be having a shitty day, but they go to their workout to have a better day. So it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. I have to make sure that they're having a top-notch experience. Totally. That must be... I really admire you for doing that because, like, I don't think I could do it. Literally, like, one time, I'll never forget. This is so embarrassing. I don't know why I'm telling this story. (laughs) But I was, like, going through a breakup with a boyfriend. And I literally like started crying in the middle of a Legree class and I was like silent tears dropping, silent tears, like no one must see. Yeah. Like, oh this is so embarrassing. And my instructor totally saw she didn't say anything and I was like, I love you for not saying anything. But it's great, it's like anything else that can distract you that you can put your energy towards and it just helps to get through everything. Fitness is totally therapeutic, don't you think? No, I absolutely agree because I think when I when I actually got into Krav Maga, similar thing and just hitting that bag. It was an opportunity for me to get all of my aggression out. And then one day I'm just like, oh, I, I don't even remember why I started. This is just so great. And it totally helps you clear your mind. And same thing, any fitness class when you're there, doesn't exactly, it doesn't matter what's happening when you walk in that room, but you're going to zone out, you're going to get into your workout, and then you're going to feel so great and so accomplished afterwards that it makes the whole day better. Yeah, and that was something that I actually wanted to loop back to is how you said when you're working out and you're fit, it makes you succeed in other parts of your life. I believe so strongly in this. It's insane. It's like making your bed in the morning. Like yeah. you feel a sense of accomplishment because you've already like completed something in the day. Like yeah. it's awesome. I've Ab- seen that in my own life and I've had friends who have seen that too. No, I totally feel like if my workouts, if I f- get quote unquote busy and I stop working out, just everything falls apart and like just nothing's on track properly. I feel like I need to be in that routine where if I do a workout, I feel great. So then I'm going to eat better and then I'm going to be more productive throughout the day. Um, it just leads to better decisions and I like having the routine and I don't know everything just feels like clean and easy breezy I could not agree more. I'm like I missed my workout yesterday because I was too busy 
and like literally I was like well I didn't work out so like whatever and I had just like a big pile of like, yeah. mashed potatoes and gravy for dinner like that is not yeah. a responsible dinner <laughs> no I'll do the same thing if I don't work out and be like oh I'm just gonna order Domino's and I'm like I'll be sitting there eating the Domino's being like oh I feel so bad about myself yeah. I should have gone to work out because I would not have done this oh it's so much better so I want to loop back to, you said you lost 20 pounds yes. after you started doing the grease. So how did you do it? So in CrossFit, it was all about more weight, super explosive movements. And I don't think that was, I mean, it wasn't necessary for my body. I think at first it seemed cool because being a sprinter as a swimmer in college, that's how I was used to training. Lots of heavy weights, <laughs> low reps, explosive movements. Um, but like I said, I got bored with it. And when I found Legree, I really noticed my body changing from the neck down, just everything leaning out. I was still muscular, but it was just felt longer, leaner. Um, I feel like when I was doing CrossFit, I mean, I think I was eating pasta every day. And granted, I know diet's a big part of everything, but diet on top of lifting heavy weights that's what makes people bulky you'll have people in class who are like oh i don't want to do arms i don't want to do heavy springs and i'm like you're not going to get bulky doing this workout we're not doing enough weight but also people who are super bulky i mean that's a that's a diet thing a lot of that has to do with what you're doing in the kitchen so scared of working out my arms like i just like wouldn't do arm exercises like yeah. that person and then i realized like oh my arms actually look nice when yeah I work them out. you get the shoulder definition <laughs> and the biceps and the triceps and but yeah it was wild like literally from the shoulder down i just started leaning out and doing just really moving as slowly as possible and starting to stimulate the endurance, fat burning, slow twitch muscle fibers instead of always doing the explosive fast twitch fibers. I mean, it, it was a workout that my body really responded to. And yeah. I get everybody responds to something different, but like literally, I mean, when I look at pictures from then, I'm like, I can't believe that was the same person. And thinking about what I weigh now, just the fact that I had 20 extra pounds on my frame. Yeah, it's it's crazy i had the same response like my body had the same response when i started doing legree like i was always afraid of weightlifting because i didn't want to become bulky and i had the same results as you yeah so how did you change your like diet specifically when you lost 20 pounds i believe everything in moderation um i'm by no means the best eater in the world do i want to eat pasta every day yes do i <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah but that's the thing like if i have like a great legree class and i'm like okay, I'm going to make something healthy for dinner. And it doesn't, I'm not saying it has to be like chicken and broccoli because that's boring and it gets old and it gets gross. Um, but I, I like to drink wine. I like to have food. I like to have cheese. So I just think everything in moderation, I have a little, I just try not to eat two pounds of pasta. I try not to eat the whole pizza. Um, I try to have a lot of vegetables. I start every day with a protein shake. Since I'm teaching early in the morning, um, drinking a protein shake while I'm teaching, What's your go-to protein shake? Um, I like Quest. Quest? Because it's a I low like calorie to um, high high protein ratio. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was drinking Vega for a while. Do you know Oh, that okay. One? Yeah, I've had Vega. Yeah. It kind of hurts my stomach, though, sometimes. I, I think Quest is really easy because I can just mix it with water and I still think it tastes okay. Uh, like, if I have more time, I'll throw it in the Nutribullet with, like, spinach and berries. So what does, like, an average day look like for you in eating so you have your shake in the morning i'll have my shake in the morning um i usually so i teach 6 a.m classes so if i have a break um you know around nine or so i'll go home i might have a couple like eggs i really like eggs afternoon um a sandwich maybe 
and then I try to make a good decision at dinner. But I, I by dinner no means, is a hard one. yeah, dinner is a hard one. But I like bread, so I do eat bread. I don't. Whenever I've just tried to eliminate anything from my diet, it just comes back to to bite I me in the butt. I hundred percent agree. I don't agree with doing like the whole no carb thing. Like, yeah. I'll try. Like I need to have carbs in a day, otherwise I'm literally gonna kill someone. Yeah, like, I get so hangry. Like, it's just not possible. Like I will have at breakfast and lunch I'll always have carbs yeah. and then sometimes at dinner like if I'm thinking I need to slim a little I'll cut them out and have like spaghetti squash yeah. instead of pasta and then I feel so much better yeah if I can eat my dinner earlier in the night than later that's ideal um I mean I know that's not possible for everyone because it depends when you get out of work but I do try to get sort of the heavier stuff in earlier in the day for me mentally it just feels like I'm burning that throughout the day instead of loading up and then going to bed and having it just sit well yeah i feel like for me like i feel like i need the energy in the yeah. day because i need to be creative and i'm working um like at night like you just go to bed yeah but the problem i don't know like this is so bad but i love going to bed full like it's the worst thing ever but like i love going to bed with like a full belly I'm yeah like, you stop this it's a bad habit <laughs> there's definitely nights where yeah i'll sort of fall asleep on the sofa because i just eat myself into a stupor. Yeah. No, my boyfriend and I will like sit here and we're like watching TV and like falling asleep. And, yeah. Yeah. So um, it goes. Yeah. I'm not really a breakfast person, but teaching so early, it's like, I still have to have something in my system. So oh, being yeah. able to drink that, it just gets a little bit in there to get the day started. I'm sensitive that we do have a time limit <laughs> here today and I just have a couple more questions for you. If okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so if someone wants to get long and lean muscles, like you, um, do you have any like quick like fit tips that they could use like next time they're working out or like try to do things slow and controlled. Don't do explosive movements. The slower you can do, the better. Even in your home, if you have paper towels or um, paper plates, any kind of towel on a hardwood floor or a tile floor, you can mimic the same moves we do on the mega former. The, the gliding movement, um, you know, trying to lift and lower as slowly as possible, that's definitely gonna help. But, um, you know, it's a lot of trial and error to figure out what your body likes, but I think the slow controlled continuous movements is definitely gonna help to get you there. Awesome. And do you have any other fake fitness studios in LA other than Legree that you enjoy? Um, I like boxing at Gloveworks. Oh, and cool. I like treadmill running at Barry's boot camp. So I really like mitt work. I have a couple coaches I like um, boxing, so I'll do that one or two days a week as well. And I do like treadmill running. Yeah, Barry's is good. I have this like secret fear that like every time I'm on, cause, so what happens at Barry's is you do like about 12 minutes on the treadmill, like sprints, walk sprints. Mm -hmm. um, and then you'll go and do like a core workout. And I have this like really ridiculous fear that when I'm on the treadmill that I'm gonna fall and like my hair is gonna like get caught in the treadmill. Yeah. It's so stupid, but like I'm so afraid it's gonna happen. So like I don't actually push myself as like hard as I could go because I'm legitimately afraid of like injury. Sometimes <laughs> when I'm running as fast as I can, I feel like I'm going to run out of my shoes and I always that's gone through my head too, that I'm gonna flip forward, I'm gonna hit my face like yeah. on the board in front of me and then I'm gonna fly off the back of the machine. I haven't seen that happen to anyone. I have heard stories of people falling off the treadmill. I don't want to be that person, but... I know, I'm so afraid, but I love the workouts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Um, and if someone's interested in training with you, how can they reach you? Um, my Instagram, fitlikejb, or you can send me an email, jennifer.brian at gmail.com. 
awesome. And I'll obviously link all that stuff in the show notes so awesome. everyone can see it. And final question, is there anything that we haven't discussed today or that you want to say to my audience before we sign off? Um, I don't think so. This was awesome. I feel like we could talk all day. I know. Thank cool. you so much for coming on Skinny Bell, the podcast. Um, it's been so great to have you. You're my very first guest. Thank so. you. So, this was so much fun. <laughs> this was awesome. Thank you. Um, and if you guys liked today's episode, I really hope you did. Please rate me five stars on iTunes and subscribe. And of course, share it with all your friends. All right. Have a good day, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.